Hi, welcome. Really good to see you today. So I want to try something a bit different today. Every day, my email is inundated with people's questions. It's not only email, actually. I get it through Facebook messages, uh, Twitter messages, uh, Instagram DMs. I'm getting lots of questions about relationships. I try to answer all of them. I can't always get to every single one. But I thought, I know how much people love uh, peering into other people's lives and listening to other people's problems. So I figured I'd start a little series here called Other People's Questions. I'm going to read a part of a question that I've gotten via one of these mediums, either, you know, Facebook, email, Instagram, etc. And I'm going to leave out all the elements that would give away of who the person is. It could be basically anyone, but I'll get the gist of the question. And then I'm going to answer it just freely without any uh, plan. I'm going to answer it online. So here's a question that I got from someone. Again, I took out all of the factors that would give away who the person is. The person says that they're in their 30s, and this is what they write. I've had several serious long-term partners, but never have I been in a relationship in which I didn't feel extremely ambivalent, both about the other person and the prospect of embarking on a lifelong partnership together. As soon as I'm involved with someone seriously, I tend to become hypercritical of them and become fixated on the aspects of their personality I don't like. I often compare them to my previous partners, despite the fact that things clearly didn't work out with the previous partners. So what's the deal? Is the problem with me? Am I too critical and scared of commitment to be in a lasting, serious relationship? Or have I simply not met the right person yet? Before I answer your question, I want to thank you for your honesty. I want to thank you for your trust in me. Um, lately, I've been hearing this question quite a bit, which is why I chose your question to start off this little series. Relationships seem to be confusing a lot of people. Maybe that's why marriage and relationship books have become so popular because it's confusing and we're looking for some kind of answer. So let's try to figure this out together. I'm gonna to try to piece apart your question and I hope that my little monologue here will give you something to think about and let's see what happens on the other side. So since we're being honest, I think the first thing you need to say to yourself is, I am the common denominator in all of my failed relationships. I am the common denominator in all of my failed relationships because I was there. I was in the relationship. It's so important that you take ownership over your past relationships. Take ownership over the choices you've made or for that matter, the choices that you didn't make. If you blame everybody else for your challenges, you know what's going to happen? You're going to be stuck in a prison of your own making. So of course, it's not gonna go right because 
you're never going to learn from your past experiences. So now that the ball is in your court, now that you're in control, and now that you have the power to analyze and to understand your challenge, I'm going to ask you a different question. Do you know what you're looking for? Have you ever sat down and asked yourself, what is it that I'm really looking for in a relationship? I think that you're not the only one. There's so many people today that have no idea what their partner should act like. I mean, just go and meet people and I guess guess, test. I mean, I maybe some people are daydreaming about their prince or princess charming who doesn't really exist in fairy tales, or maybe that's all done. The story of fairy tales are long gone. Maybe. But if you're looking to get into a long-term relationship, you need to have a realistic idea of the qualities of the person you're looking for. When people have irrational fears, the conscious mind comes up with all kinds of excuses and reasons to justify that fear. Whenever I meet a, a single person who's looking for a relationship, the first thing I do is I try to go through a process of discovering what that person really wants. And I'm not talking about the small stuff people can get uh, hypercritical about. I'm talking about the big stuff. What, what kind of person do you want your soulmate to be? And once you know what you're looking for, you're going to have to ask whether your subconscious is scared of something which maybe that's why you're finding fault in your partners, because really you're not really trying to nitpick or find fault in your partners. It's just you being scared. And as a result of that being scared, you're, it's coming up in other ways and it's manifesting itself as finding faults in your partners. When people have irrational fears, the conscious mind obsessively comes up with all kinds of excuses and reasons to justify that fear. And I, I, can, I see it in myself as well, not only in others. We, as human beings, don't like to face our own irrationality. So we hang on to excuses. It's so much easier to find an excuse than to face yourself. So if we're really having an honest conversation here, and I can't tell exactly what's going on in your mind, but I'm going to guess. Maybe ask yourself, what might you be scared of? Often what I see is that the culprit is, is usually relationship trauma. Often we don't have good role models for long-term commitment. Many people have divorced parents and they've witnessed firsthand how things can, things can go sour. And so if you don't have a role model for a good relationship, if you don't have a role model for what a healthy relationship can look like, and I'm not talking about having a role model for what it shouldn't look like. I know that a lot of you know exactly what a relationship shouldn't look like. I'm talking about a what a relationship should look like. What is a healthy relationship? If this is your problem, then I think that you have to know two things. Number one 
is first get past the trauma by realizing that it's not your fault. It never was. It's not your fault. And number two is that you don't have to repeat the same mistakes. So in order to do do that, you may have to get a therapist. You may have to get a rabbi. You may have to have someone who you can talk to. But more importantly, you need role models. You need to decide who in your life actually models the kind of relationship that you would be interested in having long-term. So you can start developing visual cues of what does a healthy relationship look like. Don't worry about it. History is not doomed to repeat itself. All you have to do is identify what went wrong and how you're going to do it differently. And again, there's a rabbi, a therapist, somebody who can guide you properly, who you trust can help you with this. Now, let's just talk about this this marriage role model. You need to find someone who is a couple that exhibits a relationship that's healthy, that you can see as healthy, but more importantly, that will let you ask them questions and start asking them and start, if you're a visual person, start looking. If you're an auditory person, start listening. If you're a kinesthetic person, start feeling and really soak up their story. If they're happy and they've made it work, soak up their story. Discover for yourself that successful and loving relationships are really possible. There is nothing, in my humble opinion, nothing more satisfying than the love and the unconditional acceptance and the joy of a long-term relationship. And I think it's not possible to explain that to someone who hasn't experienced it. But once you've been in a relationship for a few years and you experience that unconditional acceptance and that unconditional joy, it changes your whole being. It changes everything about you. It, it, it really grounds you. It gives you a different perspective. Speaking of unconditional joy and love and acceptance, uh, I'm actually recording this from my house and uh, I have a kid that's right outside the door. So I think for now, I am going to leave you with that thought. And I'd love to maybe even continue this conversation because I'm sure that as you're listening to my answer, you're going to have more questions and that's okay. You can always reach me by email at rabbi at jewishndg.com. That's R-A-B-B-I at jewishndg.com, jewishndg.com. Or you can try me on my Facebook page or uh, my Instagram or any of my other places. And let's continue the conversation. If you like this, um, I'm going to continue this. I'd love to hear from you. And let me know what you think of it. And let me know um, what else what else uh, we can do to make this more interesting and more enlightening for you. But, mo- but most importantly, if you didn't get catch everything, you can just go back. It's not a very long video here. Just go back, listen to it again, and kind of make some notes to yourself and ask yourself these questions.
And I hope that this is the beginning of turning the corner. We'll call it the beginning of the mend of your relationship past. Look, you're going to carry yourself into all of your relationships. You're going to carry your past. The question is, do you want to carry your past in your forehead? Or you want to carry your past over your shoulder? That's a hard question. Is your for, is your past going to stay behind you or is it going to stay in front of you? And that only you can decide. I give you a tremendous amount of strength and power to be able to make the right choice and to continue making the right choice. And I know that if relationship is something that you want, I know you want it because you're here spending this time with me. Then Hashem, God, will give you that strength and the ability to have that incredible, special, long-term relationship that you're looking for. Have a great day. Hi, Rabbi Bernath here. I have some great news for you. My popular four-week course, Kabbalah for Everyone, is available right now for free for the next 50 people who download it. All you have to do is go to www.theloverabbi.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you're going to see the download button right there. In this course... I talk about the Kabbalistic secrets to relationships, to wealth, to happiness, and balance. This special offer has been dedicated in loving memory of Ellie Dorfman. I look forward to hearing from you and hope you enjoy the course. Now on to today's episode. 